You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. If you are watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream, we got a big show for you on a Thursday as we kick off Week 10 of the NFL's season. I got my man Chris Bavona. The Manimal is on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Later on in the show, he's going to take good care of you as you uh, hit up the phones at 844-843-6879. It is a big week. We're kicking it off with Thursday night football, Seahawks and Cardinals. You know who's not kicking it off, though, on week 10? Ezekiel Elliot, we have received word that, you know, the Second Circuit Court, the injunction, blah, blah, blah. Here's what you need to know. The suspension is back on, and it sounds like he's actually going to serve it this time. But not so fast. They have an expedited hearing now on December 1st to maybe give him another stay or overturn. I don't know. I have gotten lost in this. I tell you, what you need to do is just cut bait altogether from this situation. We'll talk about it a little bit more when we come back. I don't buy Darren McFadden. I don't buy Alfred Morris. And at this point, I don't buy Ezekiel Elliott either. You have been dealing with this now for the better part of three months. You just need to move on on if you are a Zeke owner, if you're a Cowboys fan, or if you're a fan of the NFL. Here's what we're going to do, though. I'm going to be giving you, there's some interesting games in week 10. I already gave you my Diamonds and Fugazis for the Bills-Saints game yesterday. I got a couple of other games I want to talk about. We'll obviously go into a little bit more how I think you need to play the Ezekiel Elliott situation. And we're going to talk my preview for Thursday night football. Like I said, the Arizona Cardinals host the Seattle Seahawks. And you know I always put a poll question up, right? And on Thursdays, my poll question has been about like the winning parlay for Thursday night football. However... Unfortunately, the voters have got it wrong four weeks in a row. Whatever it is, then they got it wrong on the game pick and on the over-under. And so a lot of people, last time I checked, a lot of people are on the uh, road favorite, the Seattle Seahawks. You know how your boy speeds feels about the home dogs. You know how your boy speeds feels about the home team on Thursday Night Football. I know it's Drew Stanton. But you're telling me he's getting six and a half against the team that their quarterback has been the leading rusher for the last three or four weeks in a row? I don't know. I might take the six and a half points. I might take the under. I'll give you my pick for this game at the very end of the show. But uh, if the voters trend is correct, you need to fade what they say. And they are going hard on the Seahawks tonight. When we come back here, we're going to go news and notes from around the NFL. We'll talk about Thursday Night Football. I'll give you my diamonds and fugazis for Week 10. And I will tell you proof positive of why the Ivy League college football, they care about player safety. Come on back. It's Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds. 
Hey, I'm Frank Stample, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out when we're playing. The showtime changes to make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game because we're trying to give away more tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. dancing for you here inside Studio 34. Little big pun. Puerto Rican from the Bronx. You know I gotta ride with Puerto Ricans from the Bronx, right? We're dropping stats over beats here. This is a little bit of a salsa beat, but it still works. Here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I got my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, making it so hot that we sweat steam. Later on in the show, we're also gonna hear from my man Chris, the analyst Ventra. We're gonna be getting your questions from the YouTube stream. I'm gonna help you win your leagues and win that cash. And as always, later on in the show, we're going to open it up to the phone lines at 844-843-6879. It is kind of the best part of my day when I get to talk to the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let me get you ready with the news and notes from around the NFL today. If you haven't heard by now, apparently the Zeke Elliott suspension is back on. He is now apparently sitting out this week through week 15, and that compromises him for the fantasy playoffs if you are a Zeke owner. Listen, I've been saying all year that I don't think he misses time, right? But it looks, there's this mumbo jumbo. I can't keep track anymore. You know, last time we thought he was done. Then all of a sudden, 48 hours later, he was back. Maybe he does come back. We don't know. Okay. But yeah, because it's now stretching into the fantasy playoffs, you really do need to consider other contingency plans. However, I personally don't believe that plan is Darren McFadden. Personally, I don't believe that plan is Alfred Morris. We're hearing word that Alfred Morris will be the nominal starter for the Dallas Cowboys this week and through the suspension. This week they take on the Atlanta Falcons. Fine. But Alfred Morris is not a, you know, elite back. Okay. After they signed him as a free agent a couple years ago, they didn't use the number four pick overall on Ezekiel Elliott, okay? Alfred Morris is more of a three yards in a cloud of dust kind of back. And this offensive line is not what it has been in previous years. You've heard me say that before on this show. I think they have, you know, maybe still a top 10 offensive line, but not the top one or two like they have been. And so I think you need a back that is elite, that has the skill of Ezekiel Elliott. I do not think McFadden, Smith, or Morris will be as dynamic in the pass in the run game for Dallas, but you do in fact need to start thinking about other options. Also, remember I told you it wouldn't take long. The black unicorn, Martellus Bennett, has signed with a familiar team, the New England Patriots. And listen, remember, the Patriots loved having this dual tight end set with Rod Gronkowski. They thought they could replicate it this year with Dwayne Allen. That hasn't happened. So Martellus Bennett goes right back to a place where he is familiar and I think he could be viable down the stretch. The Colts have uh, released Vontae Davis after putting him, it looked like, on IR. They said he hasn't played well this year. But here's the thing. You're one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Vontae Davis is a decent corner. What are they doing? There may be something behind this. I continue to think that the Colts are unraveling and there's distrust among their front office, their players, their fans. But 
What this means to me is fire up these Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. You may hear me mention a Pittsburgh Steelers stack tomorrow when I give out my DFS lineups for Week 10. You got a bad pass defense. You got Big Ben with so many weapons. No one there can cover Antonio Brown, whether Devontae Davis was there or not. Okay, but we're hearing word. It could be Martavis Bryant. It could be Juju Schuster. You know there's Lev Bell who can come out of the backfield. You know about Antonio Brown. Give me Ben Roethlisberger this week in DFS and in fantasy. I like that a lot. Moving on. Joe Flacco, get ready for this, quote-unquote, wants to open up the offense after the bye. I kind of laugh when I see this, okay? Yeah, sure. Maybe Jeremy Macklin. Yeah, sure. Maybe Mike Wallace. But I've told you for a long time already. This team wants to win games by running the ball and riding on that defense. Joe Flacco is a check down king. Okay, he actually has 5.3 yards per attempt. That is the lowest in the NFL. The Ravens also have the lowest amount of plays that have gone for 20 or more yards this season. So, of course, he wants to open it up. I just don't think it's actually going to happen. All right. Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let me give you some of the practice reports because, remember, I told you they start on Wednesday. So today you're really looking for how are they trending? Are they trending in the right direction, going from, say, limited to full, going from DNP to limited, that sort of thing. That's what you're looking for at this point of the week. And, unfortunately, what you're not looking for is what you see out of Matt Forte. Matt Forte did not practice today because earlier in the week he had swelling in that surgically repaired knee. I think they're going to actually actually rest Matt Forte this week in an interesting matchup against a bad defense in Tampa Bay. So you know what that means? And I haven't been able to say this guy and recommend him since the beginning of the season. You know I love him. It's the Jets running back. Boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow. I think Bilal Powell is a very interesting play if there is no Matt Forte for the Jets, whose offense actually does move the ball against that Tampa Bay defense. So keep an eye on Forte if he's able to practice, even on a limited basis tomorrow. Also, Dez Bryant still did not practice. They say he only stretched. You really need to check this out because, listen, Dallas is going to be without Ezekiel Elliott this week. If they're also without Dez Bryant this week, remember, um, Williams also tweaked a knee in their game last week. So who is there left? Is it Cole Beasley, Jason Witten, Bryce Butler? Someone's going to get production for the Dallas Cowboys, okay, this week. If you could find out who, you might have an interesting uh, play on your hands in DFS. But Dez did not practice today. Zay Jones also did not practice for the Buffalo Bills. Remember, he's got that knee hyperextension in that Thursday night game. I'm fading Zay Jones anyway. He hasn't really done much. And remember, they got Kelvin Benjamin now. And they also have Charles Clay, I do believe, coming back. Charles Clay is in fact, quote-unquote, looking good, getting in limited practices this week for his return against the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas was limited. I'm fading Michael Thomas this week. I'm fading the Saints pass game this week. They're going from inside the dome the last couple of weeks up into Buffalo. There's news and reports that it might be, you know, uh, a little bit of snow flurries for the first time up there in the northeast. You take a team from out of the dome into the cold in the northeast in a non-conference road matchup. I am not on the Saints this week. Also, questionable, limited today, T.Y. Hilton, and that is a new add to the injury report. Remember, I always say this. I never like it when someone was added to the injury report at this point of the week. That means they tweeted something in practice yesterday. Last week, that happened with Zach Ertz, and I had extreme caution for you. I even had callers like, should I go with Ertz or 
Austin Safari and Jenkins. And I said, you know what? You need to be conservative. I don't like that. And it turned out Zach Ertz didn't play. Could the same be said for T.Y. Hilton this week as they take on the third-ranked pass defense in the NFL in the Pittsburgh Steelers? Devontae Freeman, however, is practicing. Remember, he had a little bit of a knee issue. He's back practicing in full, looking good to go. The real question on Freeman is in, can his offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, figure it out? All right. Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I told you that what I wanted to do was uh, I wanted to profile some games that I think are very interesting and give my diamonds and fugazis for those games. Let me start off in this matchup, the Steelers and the Colts. The Colts are uh, home dogs. They are giving 10.5 points. It could be 10, 10.5, or 11, depending on your shop. I go over to mybookie.ag where the line is right now, 10.5 points for the Colts. They're getting that at home. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you, off the bye for the Steelers, going in against this bad defense, give me Ben Roethlisberger as a diamond in the rough. In the consensus ranks this week, my guys Jake Seeley and others, um, he's QB8 in the consensus rankings. I'm going to tell you right now, this is the week, in my opinion, when Big Ben blows up. I'm talking 350 and three touchdowns, okay? I believe they make a statement this week, the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? They are a team that right now is in position for a bye in the AFC, and I think they stamp themselves big time. I like Ben Roethlisberger as my diamond in the rough because I don't know if it's going to be a big Antonio Brown game, Juju Smith-Schuster, Le'Veon Bell, even Martavis Bryant. They're trying to work in, and boy, what a week to work them in and build up that confidence. I take, remember, in this fantasy herd offense, I take the shepherd. That is Big Ben Roethlisberger. My fugazi is T.Y. Hilton. I just said it, a late week add to the injury report. Coming off a huge game of two touchdowns and 170 some odd yards, I always fade that. And listen, the Steelers actually have a strong pass defense. So in this game, I know he popped off last week, but this week my fugazi is T.Y. Hilton. And he's a fugazi. Forget about him. He says it's a fugazi. What's a fugazi? It's a fugazi if you think I'm an admirable. No, no. What? What is a fugazi? Well, fugazi means uh, phony. That's. That's right. I think T.Y. Hilton is my fugazi. I think the Steelers are going to put up points in this game on Sunday, but I still think 10 or 11 points may be too many. Okay, I can see this being something like a 34-24 kind of game, 31-23. I think the back door will be open for the Colts at home. They are a gritty team. Brissett is not as bad as you think. I think the Steelers score a lot of points. I think there's a lot of production in this game, but 10 points is still a little bit too much there's my diamond and fugazis for the colts and the steelers when we come back let's look at tonight forget about sunday let's look at tonight i'll give you my preview of thursday night football seahawks and cardinals and we also open up the phone lines right now if you want to get in and talk to speeds right now we're opening up the phone lines 844-843-6879 call me now we're coming back on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network let's go Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. FNTSY Radio is free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Yeah, I had to wait until the beat dropped right here. On the Fantasy Freestyle, we're dropping stats over beats. Ain't none of y'all better than locks. You know what it is, a little DJ Primo, a little Jadakiss. <laughs> we love it here on the Fantasy Freestyle. All right, I told you coming back from break, I was going to give you my Thursday night football preview. Remember, the Cardinals and the Seahawks kick it off in about an hour as week 10 of the NFL season begins. The Seahawks are six and a half Point favorites on the road in Arizona. The total in this game is 41. Let me tell you something. I believe that we are going to see a low-scoring game tonight. I believe that I do not trust Drew Stanton and that offense. Remember, they gave the ball to Adrian Peterson 37 times last week. That was a career high for Adrian Peterson, and he's had a long career. It means that the Cardinals are trying to mitigate the risk of having Drew Stanton there. They're turning and handing it off to Adrian Peterson. I think they want a time of possession game. I think they want to try to have... You know, Stanton manage the game. Sure, Larry Fitzgerald will get his targets, okay? Fitzy, last week with Stanton, had five catches for 70 yards. In PPR, that's 12 points. That's serviceable. I think you're going to get the same thing, okay? Because remember, here's the other thing. You know, you got the Legion of Boom out there, but Larry Fitzgerald moves all around the formation. He is not going to, you know, be with Richard Sherman on him. They're going to move Fitzgerald around. I think Fitzgerald still gets his. I think this winds up being a lot of Adrian. Peterson. He had 37 carries for 159 yards last week, had 167 total yards, but you know what else? No touchdowns. I think it's a low-scoring game. I don't see Arizona scoring many points. I think they score around 14 to 17 points. However, I don't see Seattle scoring many points either. This run game is non-existent. Russell Wilson has been the team's leading rusher for four weeks in a row, and that might very well continue again tonight. They're going to have Thomas Rawls be, quote-unquote, the guy. Thomas Rawls' season high in yards rushing for a week is 39. He got that last week. I think I understand. Listen, you got maybe Kareem Hunt on by. Alex Collins maybe. Maybe on a buy. Beast mode, maybe on a buy. Jay Ajayi, maybe on a buy. I understand you may need an RB2. I don't know if Thomas Rawls is the guy. I'm going to tell you something. I have Thomas Rawls on my biggest season-long home league team. I'm not starting him tonight, even in what could be a decent matchup, even when he is the guy. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored today, okay? Here's what I'm also going to tell you. My diamond in the rough for this game is Tyler Lockett. I like Tyler Lockett tonight. The Arizona Cardinals have given up the fourth most points to the wide receiver position. And that's even with Patrick Peterson in that secondary, okay? The Seahawks, I don't think we'll be able to run the ball. I do think, however, Peterson locks down Doug Baldwin a little bit. Paul Richardson is hurt. He's questionable, battling a groin issue. To me, that leaves Tyler Lockett. That leaves Jimmy Graham. I think those are the guys who eat when they're facing people not named Patrick Peterson in this uh in this game, so my diamond in the rough is Tyler Lockett. I think he's a very good play. I already mentioned it. My Fugazi is Doug Baldwin. Listen, Doug Baldwin, here's some PFF grades for you. He's given up 0.38 yards per coverage snap, okay? When he's on coverage, you are not completing it to him. He is shutting people down, including elite wide receivers this year. I love Doug Baldwin. I know he's very multiple, can be in the slot, can be on the outside. I love Doug Baldwin. I think he, along with Gold 
Golden Tate are the two most underappreciated wide receivers in the NFL. But tonight is not his night. Tonight, I think you need to forget about Doug Baldwin. He's my fantasy fugazi. Hey, we don't have the Fugazi drop. That's okay. I do like, like I said, Lockett. I do think Peterson feeds the beast, but six and a half points is way too much for what I think will be a low-scoring game. And I got to tell you, I put up this poll question all the time for you guys on Thursday Night Football. A combined 72% of you are taking the Seahawks on the road, giving six and a half points. I'm taking the points tonight. The home dogs is a trend you know I follow. The home team on Thursday night football is another trend you know I follow. Also, in lower scoring games, which I expect this to be, six and a half points is a lot. Could the Seahawks win the game? Sure. But if they win, I see it like 2017, 2117, 2317, something like that. I'm taking the over and I'm taking the points. Clayton Trahan, who always responds to our polls, big Shout out says massive home dog fade the public and take the cards agreeing with speed. Not sure about the over under, but spread wise take the Cardinals. I also want to give a big shout out to Alberto Rosales at Gooseberto 23 on Twitter. Funny response of the poll says who will have more yards, the Cardinals quarterback or the Cardinals punter. I think that you know, summarizes what we're going to see tonight. I think it's one of the low scoring Thursday night football games. Give me the Cardinals plus six and a half and give me the under, but then Again, you guys have been wrong the last four weeks voting on this poll. 72% of you like Seattle minus 6.5. We'll see. We'll chop it up about that a little bit more on tomorrow's edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. We'll talk about Thursday Night Football. I'll give you my DFS lineup. I think there's some good values in DFS this week. And we'll talk about some of the other home dogs, the big spreads, like we always do at this time. All right. Let's uh, get to the best part of my day when we open up the phone lines and hear from the hashtag StatsOverBeatCypher. We're doing big things on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got a lot of familiar names coming up on the feed. The phone lines are lighting up, so you're going to hear me saying dilly dilly a lot. I I do believe. All right, let's start off with uh, Aaron in Oklahoma where the wind comes crashing down the plane. Hey, Aaron, is Baker Mayfield the Heisman Trophy winner, and uh, if they beat TCU this week, do you think they can get into the playoff? What's going on, Aaron? How can I help you for Week 10? I'm pretty good, man. How about yourself? We hanging in there. What do you think, Baker Mayfield? Do you think he Uh, can do it in the pros? Yeah, I think he – I don't know if – running back from college to pro is is different than quarterback from college to pro. We've seen that timeout. You know what I mean? It's – Hell, you look at Brady, he went in, what, like the sixth round out yeah. of nowhere in Michigan? Yeah. Baker know? Mayfield like, strikes so, me as so. like like a Johnny Manziel that just has his head on his shoulders the right way. Yeah, he does have his head on his shoulders. He's a, very mature for his age, but I think he has won the Heisman. Um, if, if OU beats TCU, yeah, they make playoffs. All right, fair enough. How can we help you for Week 10, Aaron? Um, all right, I got a quick question real quick. Uh, do you, on your Twitter feed, do you got a yes bot? Do I have a yes bot? What is that? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. I replied to you replied to my Twitter thing today, and then I asked because uh, Forte came up that Forte right. didn't uh, practice today, right. and and then a yes bot came up and said yes to me because I was in a drop Forte for Powell since he was on. No, I said Powell. For free if I'm getting it, if I'm getting it right, I did say I move over to Powell, but no, I do not have a yes bot. I do not. Have, what's your <laughs> what's your Twitter handle? What's your Twitter handle? I'm gonna go back and check. It's variable change. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back and check um, but, that. 
Uh, but no, I do not. I do not. I, I take the time, especially when people hit me up at hashtag stats over beats. Trust me, I'm putting in work responding to everybody, man. I'm putting in time, yeah, but I good. appreciate it. I appreciate everybody out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Now I know it's you, Aaron, yeah. at uh, Invariable Change. Right. I'm going to start to hit you up and take more time when so, I answer your call. What do you got? Yeah. So when you've seen that lineup, uh, I'm stacked at receiver because um, I've made my trades throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And um, since I have Antonio Brown and A.J. Green, okay. Funches, Landry, and Sanu. Like them all. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking do can I I'm not getting rid of Antonio Brown he's you know what I mean but do you think I should trade AJ because this Demarco Murray shenanigans is is, is killing me um so do you, like do you think I should try to go out and get a RB one with you AJ Green definitely, you can definitely and, get an RB one here's the and, thing I wouldn't do our AJ Green right away could I get though uh, um I don't know so here's the thing. And it, it's interesting. People ask me this all the time. Like, who should I target, right, in trade? It all comes down to your the opponent in your league. It all comes down to what opponent. So here's what I do. I can't tell you a name. I can tell you a process, though, okay? Here's what I would do. I would look at the opponents in your league, and you got to find out what team is the good mix of one having a running back in this situation that you like and needs a wide receiver, Okay, because you need a team that's going to be receptive to your offers and have a good fit. I can't tell you just right now, like, oh, go target Carlos Hyde. You know, maybe the guy who has Carlos Hyde has no need for your AJ Green. You know what I mean? So you got to target a team that has a receiver, a running back that you like in the wideout two, in the RB two range, a Jordan Howard, a Christian McCaffrey if it's PPR, um, a Carlos Hyde. But you got to then target the team that also needs a wideout. And then here's what I do, Aaron. Okay, I don't start by dangling AJ Green. You have a bunch of wide receivers that work. I would start with like your wide out four, like Mohamed Sanu. Then when they reject it, then you step it up. Right? Then they, if they reject it again, then you step it up. You gotta enter negotiations. You gotta find the right fit. And then you also gotta enter negotiations. Don't lead with AJ Green though, because you know, uh, you might be able to give away less and still get it done. All right? Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, my man up next is Meatball. Meatball in California, friend of the show. Dilly Dilly Meatball. But here's the thing, Meatball. I'm up against the break. So do me a favor. Give me your question. And if I can answer, answer it right now. I'll answer it after the break. What's up, Meatball? Uh, you're a true friend of the Meatball. Dilly Dilly. How you feeling, buddy, right. man? I'm doing good. So, one, I've got a, a trade offer that just came in. I've got Tyrod Taylor and Phillip Rivers, and he offered me the muscle hamster Doug Martin for Phillip Rivers. Normally I would say that's a, a shoo-in, but the way Doug Martin's been playing, I'm not really sure. Yeah, here's the thing, Meatball. Uh, and thanks for the call. You're going to have to hit me up on Twitter after this because uh, we're going to break. Doug, uh, Doug Martin has been regressing ever since like his first couple of weeks. I will tell you this, though. I believe Philip Rivers is the disposable piece for you because I love Tyrod Taylor moving forward, Meatball. I love Tyrod Taylor getting weapons back, efficient, doesn't turn the ball over, gets production in the run game as well. So I like you thinking about trading Philip Rivers for a running back. I just don't think Doug Martin is the right match because he's on the decline along with that entire Tampa Bay team. We got more calls when we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle. I see you. We're going to answer the phone. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. If I ruled the world, I would get clarity on this damn Ezekiel Elliott situation. That's what I would do if I ruled the world. Big shout out to Nas and Lauren Hill. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I just went back and found my man Aaron in Oklahoma. I responded to him with a long thing about Forte and Powell. And then he's right. Someone else, the answer, a yes bot, was just like, yes. But that was not me, Aaron. I'm giving you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. I'm hitting you up. I'm helping you out on Twitter. I'm helping you out right now on the phone lines at 844-843-6879. Let's get into it now with Jill in California. We're starting off this segment with you, Jill. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you get a win for Week 10? Hey, Dane. Hey, Dane. This is Bob. Jill had to go. I'm sorry. I know Jill doesn't have a deep voice, but I have a quick question. Fair enough. I got you, Bob. (laughs) I have. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got... Paul Richardson and Des Bryant on the same team. Richardson was just activated, yeah. but he's probably going to be limited. Yep. Des Bryant claims he's going to play, but he hasn't practiced all week. Yep. And if I put Richardson in tonight and he and he plays limited, and then Des plays, I'm screwed. Yeah. And if I don't, if I hold off and keep Des in, and he ends up not playing, I'm screwed because I can't really. I don't have anyone else on my bench that I would want to swap out at the last minute. So. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, so thanks, Bob, for the call. Um, I agree with you. That is a little bit of a pickle. I personally believe <laughs> yeah. that Dez is going to play. Okay? I personally believe that. Okay? So here's the way I would play it. I would have Dez in your lineup right now. I would not start Paul Richardson. In fact, if you're saying you don't have other people that you're comfortable dropping for the backup plan in your back pocket to Dez, my question for you is... Are you really going to start Paul Richardson many weeks left this year anyway? If your team and you have wide receivers, like good wide receivers, maybe you drop Paul Richardson for a backup plan to Des Bryant. Like, who is De- is Paul Richardson really like your wideout three? If you have three or four other wide receivers that are better than Paul Richardson, maybe the answer is to drop Richardson, start Bryant, and drop Richardson for the backup plan to Des Bryant. I don't know that Paul Richardson is a guy that I'm running out there week to week. I know he popped off, but for me, he's a boomer bust play with Baldwin there, with Lockett there, with Graham there. So I don't know that Richardson is someone that I need to hold on to. So if I were you, I personally believe Dez is going to play, so I'd ride Dez. And if you're looking for that kind of safety blanket, maybe Richardson is the person you drop. Bob, if you're still there, what are the other wide receivers on your team? Because maybe you're, you're okay dropping Richardson. Yeah, in fact, I completely agree with you now that you say that. I've got Funches and Thielen starting along with Brian, and I have Tyreek Hill on by. Those are all guys. Yeah, Richardson does not crack that top four on a weekly basis. And after Tyreek Hill comes back this week, you're pretty clear on the bye weeks, right? So Richardson is not starting for you, man. Okay, so I would drop Richardson and get yourself, you know, I don't know, your backup, right? Whether it's maybe a Cole Beasley in that same game, a Bryce Butler in that same game, and then if Dez starts, you ride him 
him out, and if not, you insert um, you insert a guy like Beasley because as soon as you get Tyreek Hill back after the bye, you're not starting Paul Richardson anyway. So that's the way I would play it. Thanks for the call, and uh, tell Jill I said hello as well. All right, up next yeah, we're on the fantasy freestyle, we got Blake and Lincoln. Blake, you're in Nebraska. Tell me how it is out there. You uh, corn husking these days. You're on the fantasy freestyle. What's going on, Blake? How can I help you for Week Ten? Uh, yeah, um, just got some uh, running back questions. Sure. Um, trying to figure out who I want to start between Jarek McKinnon, Chris Thompson, and Alvin Kamara. Oof, is this PPR? Um, also, uh, no, it's standard. The bi- apocalypse is getting me, man. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, because it is standard, because it is standard, I say Chris Thompson is the guy without a chair when the music stops. Okay, um, because okay. it is standard. Okay, I think Kamara is still. You know, I think Chris Thompson is the one who gets most of his production because of the catches. Like, don't get me wrong, Kamara and McKinnon are also PPR kind of backs as well, but they are the ones who are still yeah. getting yards via the run game a little bit, getting into the end zone. They want to limit Chris Thompson into that PPR role. You also have the return of Rob Kelly, who, if you know, he got in the end zone I think twice yeah. last week. You know what I mean? So if it was PPR. It'd be a much tougher decision for me, but because it is standard, give me Kamara and give me McKinnon. I think Thompson fades also, in that one. Go ahead. Also, um, I had a question at wide receiver. I by apocalypse once again, man. Uh, I got Robbie Anderson, Kelvin Benjamin. Um, other than that, I don't really have anybody, but I could drop. Um, I have Thomas Rawls. I could drop to pick up like a Sterling Shepard or yeah. Devontae Parker. I would do that. I like uh, Shepard or Parker. I like Sanu also. Listen, I like Shepard, I like Devontae Parker, and I like Sanu. I would do that. I would drop Rawls for any of them, to be quite honest. Shepard is the number one receiver for the preference. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's tough. Shepard is the number one receiver on a team that's facing the San Francisco 49ers, and I think he's going to get a lot of opportunity. I really, as a sneaky play, I love Muhammad. It's a new day because I think Julio Jones is going to be a decoy this week. Julio Jones is banged up. I like Sanu and I like that Dallas secondary that can be had if you want the safe option though go ahead and drop Rawls and get Sterling Shepard all right um I like I think Sanu could pop but if you want to play it safe I like Sterling Shepard and yes I think you could drop um, uh Thomas Rawls to do it because McKinnon Thompson and Kamara all better than him go ahead would I play Sanu over Robbie Anderson or Calvin Benjamin then or Sterling Shepard or Sanu either one um if you had to pick Sanu I do believe that Shepard and Sanu could outproduce Robbie Anderson this week. Robbie Anderson, he's on your team. You know he scored a touchdown like three weeks yeah. in a row, right? But if he doesn't exactly. get that touchdown, if he doesn't get that touchdown, then you're, you're SOL. You know, and he's going to be up against Grimes, which is the only one good cornerback that Tampa Bay has. Um, I think... I think Shepard and Sanu are both like safer plays than Robbie Anderson. I think Anderson is a little bit more touchdown dependent. I think there's going to be production elsewhere. So, yeah, that's how I would play it. Thanks for the call, though, uh, Blake. I I appreciate it. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyles, Alex in West Palm Beach. Alex in West Palm Beach, what's up? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. How you doing today? Chilling, baby. Uh, So, I actually have a tight end question. Uh, Okay. I'm back here and he's on the bye. Right. And um, I'm, I'm currently stuck on three guys. Uh, okay. Gary Selig, uh for the 49ers. He has a nice matchup against the Giants. Yep. Um, I have uh, – I was thinking about Eric Ebron 
but uh, his home and road splits kind of scared me. Uh, he's always really bad at home for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm also thinking about uh, Jermaine Gresham uh, tonight against the, uh, Seattle, thinking that Drew Stanton and that Gresham connection might actually be a thing. Um but I would like to know your thoughts. Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. And you know what? You, at this level, when you talk about Selick, Ebron, or Gresham, you know, you're, you're talking like dart throws anyway, right? You got to admit that. You, your boy is Zach. It hurts when I pee and he's on by. Listen, I don't like – I understand the Giants are horrible against the tight end. They're blunt guts trash against the tight end. I understand that, but I just can't buy sell it because I'm down on that entire offense. You really care about whether it's Jimmy G or whether it's CJ Beathard going to sell it. I can't buy that. Eric Ebron <sighs> – he just hasn't done anything all year. The Gresham thing is interesting. And, you know, you, you, you spotted that as a little chemistry with Stanton. I'm going to help augment that one for you. Earl Thomas, I don't think, is playing. The Seattle safeties are banged up, right? So I think Gresham could be interesting. I don't think any of them are great options, but because it's just a dart throw, give me Germain, give me Jermaine Gresham, all right? Thanks for the call. Up next, we go dilly dilly. It's my boy Pete and Shaolin. Pete, what's going on? How can we help you out for week 10? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. All right, here we go. You know I've been stashing uh, Al- uh, Alfred Morris forever. Yeah. For months, okay? And now Only you think it's the time? Him. Only to trade him. Okay, now's okay, the time so to trade him. Do it. Would you- yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right, so now, would you make a deal? On the, I'm looking at this. Morris and Rashard Matthews for Jarvis Landry. Yes. And Bedal and Bedal Powell. I would do it for just one of them. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Bilal Powell is over All Alfred right, Morris so. to me, especially with Forte banged up, and Jarvis Landry, especially in PPR, is a stud. Absolutely do it, Pete. Yeah. Go two for two. Do the two for two deal. Do the two for two. Now, what do you hear about Anderson as far as not practicing? Because you know I got Booker. Um. Yeah, C.J. Anderson's it's a little bit banged up. Yeah, he is a little bit banged up. I think Devontae Booker's going to ascend in the next couple of weeks anyway, okay? And I think uh, Denver's going to be down. I think it's the passing game. You know I've been talking to you about this for weeks. I like Devontae Booker. I do that two-for-two two trade. Bilal Powell and Jarvis Landry, get them both on your team, and you would have cashed in that Alfred Morris chip. I like that, Pete. And call me back tomorrow and call me back next week. Let me know how it goes. We got, got time it. for only a couple more. Hey, friend of the show, Taco and Bama. How you doing, Taco? Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. What's going on, Taco? We're up against the commercial break, though, so I need you to be quick a little bit. Tell Tell me the question, and then I'll answer it maybe on the other side of the break. What you got for me today, Taco? All right, quickly. Would you play Juju over uh, Devontae Parker, and do you like the Saints running backs against the Falcons twice in the playoffs or Freeman against the Saints twice in the playoffs? Uh, I love the Saints. I love the Saints. I love the Saints running backs. Uh, so fresh and so clean. I think they are matchup proof. I like both of them. As it relates to Juju versus Devontae Parker, this week, give me Devontae Parker. And let me tell you why, Taco. You know I love the good Juju. But they're talking this week about Martavis Bryant getting back involved in the offense. And I think they're doing it purposely to build up his confidence against the horrible pass defense that is the Indianapolis Colts. I love Juju, but I think Martavis Bryant is going to get involved this week. And if you got Brown, Bell, and Bryant, 
it that pushes Juju down to like the fourth or fifth option. I love Juju generally, but for some reason, I think they're going to try and feed Martavis Bryant this week. But yes, I love the Saints running back. Thanks for the call. As always, Taco. I see one more. Eric in Florida. We're going to get to you when we come back on the other side of the break. We're dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. Ooh, ooh. Fantasy Freestyle. The Zeke Elliott suspension is back on. He is now apparently sitting out this week through week 15, and that compromises him for the fantasy playoffs if you are a Zeke owner. Because it's now stretching into the fantasy playoffs, you really do need to consider other contingency plans. However, I personally don't believe that plan is Darren McFadden. I don't believe that plan is Alfred Morris. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez here dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm like hitting people back on Twitter all commercial break long. But we got one more caller on the line. It is uh, Eric in Florida. Hey, Eric, um, I'm trying to help you out for Week 10. How can we help you here? We're dropping stats over beats, part of the cipher. What's going on, Eric? What's going on, Speed? How are you doing tonight? I'm chilling, trying to make it happen. I got one quick question. I heard you talk about Tyler Lockett. Would you start him over Shepard? Emmanuel Sanders, my first question. And my second question is, I know Cousins been struggling. Would you start Bortles this week or you still ride with him? I would start Lockett over Manny Sanders, but not over Sterling Shepard. Uh, that's what I'll say first for your wide receivers. And what was the second question about Bortles? I, say, I know Cousins been struggling. Would you consider starting Bortles or would you ride with Cousins? That's interesting. Um, I can't. I can't ride with Blake Bortles. I can't ride with Blake Bortles. You know, there are games sometimes where Leonard Fournette runs all the time, and Blake Bortles throws the ball like ten or twelve times. They've won that way with Blake Bortles getting like 150 yards. So I can't do that. I, it's not a great matchup for Cousins against a good de- defense in Minnesota and a good secondary. But I still got to ride out Kirk Cousins. They want to throw the ball. Jacksonville wants to run the ball. Washington wants to throw the ball. I think as a volume play, Kirk Cousins is still the answer. All right, thanks for the call, though, Eric. Uh, hit me back. So you can become a friend of the show, dilly dilly like all the rest. All right, check this out, guys. I'm going to give out my DFS lineup tomorrow, but you need to take that and you need to go to FantasyFactor.com, okay? They have single entry tournaments, smaller uh, tournaments, flatter prize pools. If you're trying to like dip your toe in the DFS water, www.FantasyFactor is the way to go. And always, guys, I'm telling you, next week, I think we're going to have this DKMS contest on the Fantasy Freestyle. So I need my sats over beat cipher to study up, learn up, because when I'm asking the questions, I want some of you all to win. Okay, today on Fantasy Friends, Someone got up to level three of the questions, all right? So I got Corey Parsons and Jake saying that their audience is smarter than mine. I don't think that's the case. When we have the contest, the DKMS contest coming soon to Fantasy Freestyle, I need y'all to hit me up. I need you to study up, and I need you to represent Stats Over Beats because I am talking about how great my audience is, all right? Speaking of which, 
Speaking of which, part of my audience is on the YouTube stream. So let me get into Chris, the analyst, Ventra. What are the people saying on the stream today, Chris? Everybody loving the fantasy freestyle? How are we feeling today? Yeah, everybody's good. Everybody's right. happy. Yo, hit that thumbs up button, okay? If you're watching right now on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. If you're listening on a podcast, rate, review, like it. Come on, help a brother out, all right? <laughs> What's up, Ventra? All right, so we got a question from New Money. Okay. Half point PPR league. You got to pick one. James White. Dougie Fresh or Fitzy? Fitzy. Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald? Mm-hmm. That's PPR? Half point. Yeah, I'm going Larry Fitzgerald. I think, like I said in the, my preview, uh, Fitzgerald will still get his, right? Doug Martin, I'm sitting him in my own league. I don't like what he's been doing. This Bucks team is a dumpster fire to me. It's unraveling. I don't like it, and the Jets can stop the run. And your last guy was James White. I actually think Dion Lewis is the one who's been taking over at that Pat's backfield. But here's the, here's the thing. You can never tell. Yeah. It is a four-person committee, and Belichick likes to mess with you. So just when you think it's James White, that's when he'll go Rex Burkhead or Mike Gillisley back, right? So I think the stable, safe choice, especially in half-point PPR, is Larry Fitzgerald. He will still get his uh, production. Do we have time for eh, – I don't know if we got time for one more, Chris. Tomorrow you're going to be giving me your DFS lineup, though, right? Yep. I'll be here. All right. We got a couple of interesting options, you know, now with, uh, you know, injuries maybe to uh, Des Bryant and Zeke Elliott. You know, we got a lot of opportunity for some value. But tomorrow, Ventra and Speeds, we're going to be giving you our DFS lineups. I'm going to tell you which home dogs I like for Week 10. And we'll uh, we'll reflect on Thursday Night Football if you guys on the poll were absolutely correct or if, once again, you went away from the home dogs like you should. All that and more tomorrow right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.